Welcome, everyone. This is Jennifer Hadley, and I am so pleased to be able to introduce Venerable Dahani Oahu, who speaks directly from her heart, offering pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father streams that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Venerable's topic today is Becoming the Hero and the Heroine. Welcome, Venerable. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with each of you. I'm happy that you are facilitating Jennifer and that you initiated this dance of teaching fire the phone and the Internet. May our time together, may it reveal the seed of wisdom and the ways in which our wisdom may be applied for the benefit of family, clan, all beings. May the seed of wisdom mind in every being flourish and grow. May we cultivate the heart of compassion, see confusion and anger transformed into loving, skillful action. May our exploration reveal the seed of wisdom in every situation. Wado. So, who is the hero? Who is the heroine? At uh, this time, some people perceive the boogeyman. Thought forms, belief systems, they create appearances and like electromagnetic energy, the way we respond to the appearances may create a shock or may dissipate the energy into something good. When we think of a hero, it is very often thought it is someone outside of us. And certainly when we look at the idea of group mind, uh, national consciousness, planetary karma, we understand that there are waves of experience that appear to be happening outside and one can feel overwhelmed by that appearance outside until it is understood that there is a resonant cavity within our own heart that may generate the view, the tone that we wish to see actualized. When we understand a hero, a hero is someone who vanquishes their own fear, who courageously meets the thought forms of limitation. Whether we are looking for the golden fleece or recognizing the treasure chest of the universe within, each of us is a hero. Now we are called to express that wisdom, that courage. Why are we called now? Because we have the opportunity to see dissolved thought forms of separation. We see the concepts of control over very much scrambling to gain more control and we recognize simultaneously the power of human heart-mind to energize particular results. And so I ask you in this very moment to sit with your spine erect, eyes looking down your nose, 
feeling your body suspended by the movement of breath within. In your heart center, awareness of warmth, of light, give thanks. In your belly, awareness of your connection to the earth, give thanks. Cascading waves of rainbow light flow from the stars above, arising also rainbow lights from one's heart. Take note of the resonance of your heart. Aware of the thought forms that, like ripples, touch us, also energize the thought forms of loving, compassion, and transformation emitted from one's own heart. The rainbow torus ring within your heart, it expands to your crown center and to the base of your body. Observe the ongoing dance of creation within. Visualize that ideal being that you aspire to. Give thanks for the opportunity of life. As you contemplate that ideal being, is it a being of the sea, a being of the air, a being of the forest, the earth? Is it Persephone who has gone below the earth for the winter to be expressed? In the winter time, the water element is opportune reflector of the potential arising for springtime. Just as Persephone went deep into the earth, I invite you to dive deeply into your heart's awareness. Noticing the many ripples of thought forms. Contemplate those thoughts which are creating ease. Energize those thoughts of yourself as the hero, the heroine, expressing joy and wisdom. And from your heart, ripples of energy flow, energizing community and good relationship. Mother wisdom, father skill, ascending, descending energies reveal that within your being are echoes of all that we see. The essence of stardust, the basis of our physical form. In this moment, contemplate that awakened being that you are. Visualize the skillful communication and activity 
yourself and others, circles of creative accomplishment. In this moment, it is clear that our thought gives rise to appearances. Visualize the results you choose that are beneficial for family, clan, all beings, recognizing their natural wisdom state. Where there are ripples of fear or discordance, cultivate the voice of positive result. Understand that ignorance ultimately can become skill, that hatred ultimately can become compassion, that jealousy grasping ultimately can become skillful methods. Where there is forgetfulness, there is also the opportunity for pristine awareness. Sitting within your heart, deep awareness. Speak the words you choose to see accomplished. Energize the vision of right relationship, circles of communication, transformation of the illusion that there is not enough. Should there arise the thought form of aggression, of war, see it transformed into skillful action. Understand thought energy as a power that drives appearances and cultivate within one's own heart the imagery of the world we want. When there should appear thought forms, ideas, inner speech of a fearful nature, understand that easily you can replace the thought with the energy of accomplishment by referring to those moments in which you have accomplished and understood. Let our attention be upon the positive results we seek. We may see around the appearance of whirlwinds of confusion, yet we understand those whirling winds within our heart are shaking away false concept, false view. Magnetic energy of thought and speech. This is the opportunity to speak of what we want, to energize what we choose. We may see around us the behavior that appears ignorance, and we can also recognize within that seed song of skillful action, pristine awareness. Sweet waters cannot be made impure when we recall that natural song of the waters arising. There is a magic in the water. The water song is a crystalline voice, and our bodies are indeed 
Cosmic Crystal Radios. So where we tune, what do we tune into? That is the question. What are we tuning in to the results we want? Let us energize that which is life force enhancing, wisdom enhancing. How do you replace a thought form of fear? Is it through destruction? No. It is through transmutation, teeming aggression and fear within one's own heart and creating circles of clear communication, friends, your spiritual network, your spiritual tribe, making time to eat together, making time to energize that which is joyful. So where does it begin? It begins in the movement of the water over rocks. The movement of the water breaking down the hardness of conceptualizations, revealing the original song within. Sweet waters washing away, purifying, energizing a seed of wisdom within every being. During this time of the year, the time when the day is short and beginning to become long again, we tell creation stories. The rocks, they remind us of what other beings have lived. The rocks remember the original song arising. What is the creative song within you? your belief. How do you understand the dance of appearances? Again, contemplate the image that inspires you. Is it Bridget who keeps the forest clear, the waters clear? Or is it a thunder being that sweeps away lethargy and awakens the inner eye? Search within for the imagery that sustains you. Finding that imagery, consider the ways in which to energize accomplishment. Visualize three days, three months, three years, that which you choose to see occur, not what is promulgated as confused thought form. Better to energize the thought form arising within and the commitment for understanding and skillful transmutation of destructive energies into that which is constructive in our lives. So also replacing the words that are spoken where there may have been words of fear about arising appearances. Cultivate the voice of this we are accomplishing in our circles in my mind. 
when we think about aggression, it is an uh, energy that grows by attracting more such energy and inciting such energy. The wise person in charge of their mind, body, life force chooses not to be excited by that uh, false call to fear and delusion. So what do you listen to? You listen to your heart. You contemplate that you are in a circle of safety. And what is safety? It is understanding the seed of wisdom mind that is within, and that what we think actually becomes ripples on the lake and appearances in the sky and reactions in people's body and mind. So exchange the voice of fear with the voice of this I choose. Visualize how it shall be three days, three months, three years. In this way, my family and clan, in spite of the changing appearances around us, we choose and we do energize more cooperation, greater joy, understanding of the power of our minds. So how do you test the power of telepathy? How do you recognize the mind's ability to create? You begin with simple experiments. You understand that when you look at someone as they are walking away, they very often turn around and look at you. So it is clear that there is an energy from our eyes that can be perceived by another. And this reminds us of the importance of cultivating insight and discernment that we may see behind the curtain, the mechanisms that are displayed as just that mechanical displays. So what is real? Your feeding, my feeding, joy. Let us not Put down the banner of joy. Let us hold it aloft that it may fly in the sky. Move by the winds of change and energize the prayerful remembrance that we are co-creating what we see. Let us not react. Let us prepare. Prepare how? Like the old farmers who have collected their seeds from the best of the harvest, let us also collect the seeds of understanding and wisdom and keep them in a safe place. From these seeds, this storehouse of wisdom, let us plant circles of accomplishment so one neighbor has the best corn, another neighbor has the best tomato, another the best beans. You share those seeds. They are reminders of the seeds of wisdom and skill sets within us all. We have looked in the past 
at what is going on outside without recognizing it is arising from our reaction. So when you hear talk of uh, destruction, fear, inspiring, confusion, sit back into the heart's deep awareness and consider the ongoing dance of creation and your willingness to energize what brings joy and understanding. How does one unwrap from the tendrils of mechanical thought, the mechanical thought, the usual reaction, oh, they did this, they did that, they are the wrong ones. Notice it as a display. Come back to your heart and examine who are they. Choose to energize from within the heart the transformation of aggressive thought into skillful cooperation. That is the great lesson for us in this time, especially in these days where there is an incredible blast of energy. They say they are gamma rays, not quite sure where they're coming from. Some say they are coming from uh, mass coronal ejection, and others say this wave of energy has begun outside of our galaxy. From old Cherokee prophecy, it is a wave coming from the very heart of our galaxy. And this wave is to shake loose the adhesions of contrived view, limitation, to restore the open eye and the wisdom heart of every being, the remembrance that we are one through the song of the heart, the pulse beat of the universe, We've chosen to walk in the rhythm of the earth, and our view determines the future. Right now, the past, present, and future are meeting, and this wave of energy on this day, December 20th, is a wave of energy that was prophesied in many traditions as a, a sweeping song to unwrap the contrived awareness and to reveal the recognition of our creative potential, our creative abilities as human beings. So when we think of the rainbow Taurus ring, we are observing the dance of the past, present, and future appearances arising in this very moment. Ah, is the sound. What is the quest? The quest is to find that sacred ground, which we thought was outside, and now we recognize it is within. Sacred ground where we are, where each one is in this very moment, is sacred ground. The song of the earth, the song of our minds, 
that is what matters. Certainly, there are many who are wandering under the illusion of dominion over, and some who would like you to forget the power of our minds to manifest what is liberating. Well, remember, even those who do not know through the heart resonance of our commitment to see behind the curtain, eventually will know. When we take the vow of the Bodhisattva, we are taking the vow that all beings reach the shore free from illusion. So there is no them and us. There is ignorance, there is non-ignorance. So how do we know the difference? When we are observing that display, what is the feeling that one perceives? Is there a sense of hindrance, power over? Or is there a sense of ah, insight, awareness? Now people can understand and examine the power of sending messages over a TV signal, a radio signal, any signal. And how do you recognize the emotional pattern that is being promulgated? We see how in the news everybody has an opinion, and each one thinks their opinion is the only truth. And in a sense, human beings allow their uh, observational abilities to be limited to the beliefs that are promulgated. The answers are direct and within. Let us examine through the heart's awareness. Words that are wisdom-enhancing, words that are fear expanding, do not accept the fear. The fear, in a sense, separates people from the recognition of the creative abilities within. Human beings are incredible in that all aspects of creation are occurring now, like the overtones of a song, the original message of the birthing of galaxies and universes, that ongoing music is occurring within each of us. Overtones are a way to understand the multi-dimensions in which we dance. So third, fourth tones, third and fourth overtones, the fifth overtone taking us into a new key. Sixth, stabilizing that key. The seventh, leading us into a new zone of awareness. And so when we think of the expression of the frequencies of the world dance, we can consider which part of the overtones we choose to resonate with. From the emptiness of space arises a song. 
Each galaxy has its own tone. Each planet has its own tone. Saturn, the old teacher, a stern teacher, is beginning to change. Jupiter, expansive awareness, reminds us that we are naturally generous and co-creators of what is called for. Jason went somewhere to find the fleece. Now we explore and recognize the treasure within. Hear the sound of the universe and within one's own heart. Speak the words that you wish. Place attention on what you choose to accomplish. And this concludes my lecture. Winter time, frozen waters, reflecting the open sky, stories of creation and recreation are revealed in the quiet winter night. How wonderful. Thank you so much, Venerable. And opening for questions, if you're calling in on the phone or the web call or Skype, you can press star 2 on your keypad to raise your hand so Venerable can take your question. If you're listening on the webcast or even if you're listening on the phone, you can type a question in the question box, and then I can read it for Venerable. And while we're waiting for people to formulate their questions, uh, I'd like to ask you, Venerable, how do we connect to or recognize the overtones, and how do we choose which overtone to resonate with? Yes. To recognize the overtones, sit quietly. Uh, preferably early in the morning before there is too much activity. Observe mm -hmm. the experience of the heart and notice as the sun rises the increased sound within. Your inner ear begins to hear the movement of what some call chi. And by listening to that inner sound, one's attention becomes uh, refined upon the dance of creation. And how do we choose which overtone to resonate with? You consider that all overtones are part of one note. Mm -hmm. And so you first listen as you would playing a piano to the third, the fifth, the seventh. If you are not sure what those intervals mean, you observe the increased energy, increased energy within your heart 
by perceiving certain tones. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting quietly and you hear the morning hum, notice that there is the hum within your heart, the hum within your ears, the hum within your bones. And uh, cultivate attention to the different waves of sound mm-hmm. and just observe them. Also, it is helpful to have a tuning fork. So there are some tuning forks that can be purchased where A is uh, at 428 rather than 440. And so to uh, hear those healing sounds or the sulfatial sounds uh, is a way to begin to understand the power of vibration and to attune yourself to those vibrations that are life force enhancing. So one can study the sol- the sulfagio sounds by uh, doing a search, and uh, this gives a beginning understanding of the power of sound, particularly when it is resonant with the uh, sacred geometry of the earth, and also one can. Uh, look at uh, studies on cymatics, which clearly show forms arising from particular sounds, C-Y-M-A-T-I-C-S, cymatics. Uh, So listen to the song within. Uh, Some people, when they first hear it, are surprised. They're looking around. Where is it coming from? And hearing your pulse, hearing your breath, is the beginning of recognizing the world. And can one simply, in that contemplative, meditative seat, say, I'd like to resonate with the vibration, the tone of, of joy, of peace, of harmony. Do we yes. have to it, do we have to intellectually understand it and 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 have this um, familiarity with it in order to just begin experimenting? To begin experimenting, call for it and recognize it is there. It is not. Uh, dependent on intellectual knowledge, the experience of sacred inner sound. Uh, It is just to make the commitment. This I choose to hear. Let me hear. I place my attention upon the sound of joy, the vibration of joy. I place my attention in harmony with the vibration of compassion of intelligence, and our brain waves also begin to modulate into harmony with that intention. 
So it is not necessary to be a musician or a physicist, one through the commitment as an explorer. Let me resonate with the sound of joy. May I experience it? Then the quest reveals the treasure of the sound within. So is this a way to recalibrate? Yes, it is. Because most people, their attention is to the sounds outside, the chatter of mm. um, the devices that people are listening to, to uh, bring attention back to the resonance of the heart and the resonance of the brain and the bones is to clarify the inner hearing and it's actually the quest of the alchemist, the joining of mother wisdom, father skills, so that that creative being, that wisdom being is revealed. So it is to listen to the sound of the heart. And so we have experiments that we can uh, apply. So by listening, feeling, perceiving the pulse of the heart, we may recall a joyous moment or experience in this moment, a sense of ease and joy. Mm -hmm. So where the attention is placed, uh, that is what we see. So important not to be hypnotized mm. by the call to see all as wrong. Let us resonate and energize what is right. Resonate with and energize what is harmoniously resonant with the heart's deep awareness. So it's hearing is beyond our ears. Right. Hearing also includes our uh, sensation of the movement of energy. Like when you hear certain music, your body may relax very deeply. Mm. And listening to the pulse of the heart and awareness of one's breath reveals sounds of the universe. And they seem far away and they also seem everywhere within. And to recognize the song of creation. For example, there are uh, certain places where there are freely flowing negative ions, negative ions being uh, a different form of oxygen that is quite energizing and uh, also takes pollutants out of the system, like the negative ion generators that are used in some places to clean pollen from the air. Mm -hmm. So waterfalls and where water is running over rocks or even in the curl of the ocean wave, there is a special water 
that is produced, and this water carries memory and nurtures the memory and recognition of the original wisdom seed within each one. So what is the sound of water? The sound of water is also uh, the comfort of the alpha waves and then even slower waves of understanding. The resonance of the Schumann frequency supports the resonance of the bones and our cranial sacral pulse. So the song of creation is ongoing. Like there are some things that young children have found out. Um, certain electromagnetic or EMF uh, waves, electromagnetic uh, fluctuations have a positive or negative impact on the cell because the water within the cell is a crystalline computer resonating with the original song. So sometimes it is good to turn off all of the electronics at home. Mm -hmm. To have a, a day where one fasts from electronic activity, even if it is four hours for you to decide, I shall turn off all these devices. Then one notices uh, a deep quiet within, and from that quiet is revealed a song of creation. First we hear the sounds of our pulse beat, our heart, our breath. And then we recognize also the sound of the winds and the sound of the earth herself in conversation with the sun and other planets within. In a sense, it, that conversation is similar to the conversation of our energy centers within our own body. So the hero is recalling the song and finding the magic lute, the magical stringed instrument that restores the harmony of the world. And that magical being, the magical song, is within us. And that is what you are invited to to test and explore. Who is your hero? Is it someone outside? Notice that hero or heroine is within. And, and do you think there's a connection? Well, I'll just remind people they can ask questions too. Star two to raise your hand, and uh, you can type in a question as well. And uh, I don't have a question from someone else yet. Oh, Shan's raising her hand. Uh, I'm going to unmute you, Shan. 
Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Venerable. This teaching was um, really exactly what I needed to hear today. It was like an incredible healing bomb. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, And Jennifer, for you for sponsoring this. Um, I was wondering, Venerable, if you would speak about the healing opportunity of the solstice. Yes, the solstice is a time in which the secrets of creation and the memory of the creative song dance and the layers of appearances are retold. We light a sacred fire to illuminate the night of forgetfulness to see clearly the wisdom that is there. We look at nature and we hear the song of the rocks who have become the story keepers for all beings. That is from the woodland tradition. The rocks are the storytellers. They have the long memory to remind us of the things we may have forgotten. So during this time where we are transitioning into winter, where the water becomes frozen, where the snow patterns are a book revealing the possibilities in this moment. We give celebration and we also contemplate the power of vibration and we choose to energize what is wisdom and life force enhancing. Also, this year, there is an incredible wave of energy moving through our galaxy, and it is uh, touching our planet in a very profound way. And on uh, the 27th of December, 2016, that energy will uh, reach its chorus. And uh, so we see more northern lights, the energy is to illuminate the night and to unwrap the bounds of conceptual limitation and illuminate the remembrance of our natural wisdom state and to return to the song arising. So it has an impact physiologically. Um, People may feel more energy. The beauty of the northern lights is a reminder of more electromagnetic energy flowing through us. And for some, that can be energizing, and for others, it can cause questioning. Understand that the energy of the northern lights are awakening and illuminating and conveying an ongoing conversation with the heart of the universe and our hearts. Thank you, Venerable. You're welcome. 
And people can raise their hand if they're listening on the phone or uh, the webcast, uh, web call rather, or Skype call, star two on your keypad to raise your hand and ask a question of Venerable. If uh, you like, you can also place a question into the question box on the uh, class page. And uh, following up on that Venerable, Some people talk about the great central sun and that there are, uh, I heard someone say recently that there are as many universes uh, in the universe, uh, as many galaxies as there are um, grains of sand on the earth. Yes. And is there a great, a single great central sun? Yes, there is. Uh, What is that single great central sun? It is a song arising. And is that central sun far away? It is within. It is a song, vibration, mind exploring itself, having no beginning nor end. And so we're all fully connected to that central sun already, and it's our opportunity to recognize it? Yes. We have not been separated from that that place of natural clear awareness. We only have thought ourselves into small conveyances of forgetfulness, yet still within is that natural light of clear awareness. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to change topic, but uh, kind of follow up to what Shan was saying, uh, asking about regarding the solstice uh, and the the shifts of energy and uh, the end of the year coming here. We've got the solstice tomorrow, and then we're coming to the end of the year we're moving from a nine-year, in numerological terms, to a one-year. Do you have any uh, guidance for us about how to uh, pay attention to that energetic shift and make the most of it? Yes, as we're shifting into the new year and recognizing one is a beginning, we're moving through the spiral and beginning in another octave to explore the co-creative potential of our thought alert and our action. So in this coming year, which is also a, um, a fire year, let us be mindful of our thoughts and choose carefully our beliefs to examine them, to know rather than to accept, to recognize rather than assume. That is the great opportunity of moving through a one year. Mm. And and what does it mean, a fire year? Uh, when we are looking at the dance of the elements, particularly as expressed in the Tibetan and also in the Chinese calendar, 
uh, it is a year where there are increased flows of cosmic energy, fire energy, um, illuminating and also uh, cutting away, burning away what may have been uh, dust to see it transformed into brilliant light. So a fire year is one of intensity. It is uh, the fire year of the rooster, uh, meaning that uh, the one who crows as the dawn arises also reveals the opportunity to come correct. What is it to come correct? It is to resonate with the song of creation. There is a story, uh, the Hokekyo bird. It is a bird that calls people and all the bodhisattvas to awaken. Uh, the time it to awaken and recognize what is. Mm -hmm. So it, it also, during a fire year, you can see braggadocio. Uh, and um, outrageous behavior, and it is wise to to see it as that and empty, and mm -hmm. choose the illumination that melts away the aggressiveness into skillful compassion. So it's also a year where we see many hidden truths come out and people may be uh, very annoyed to find what they were believing as true was not true and uh, a manipulated reality. So some people, like a baby being born, may be awakening with a scream mm. that it is all good. Mm-hmm. Yes, at least we're awakening. Yes, and the truth is we have been awake and we just have pretended not to be. Mm -hmm. And the pretense is uh, no longer supported. Mm -hmm. And so this brings out the hidden concepts and the false uh, bridles of limitation. So well. it, it becomes clear that the power of the human mind, uh, human beings, in many instances appears to have been ridden as one would ride a horse, and the discerning wisdom bridled by the hand of ignorance. And as the horse recognizes what is happening, it bucks. So that is what a fire year is about. Okay. Mm. More intensity coming. 
Yeah, and more opportunity to yes. to test the power of our minds to uh, weave the results we want. Yes. We have someone raising their hand, and Allie has written in a question. So Allie's question is, is there a type of offering to offer to the rocks or land or beings during this time that is beneficial? Yes. In the old way, we offer, we make a sacred fire, and we offer dried cornmeal pollen and uh, regrown or remade tobacco where it has been grown by a special person with prayers and a sacred plot of land in a special way. Uh, when that is really available, so making the offering of corn, beans, squash, and corn pollen is a suitable offering during this time of transition. Mm. Thank you. And for, and for those who are uh, doing uh, Buddhist practice, the Rivo Sanj uh, fire offerings are also good. They are uh, suitable for that practitioner. Thank you. The person ra raising their hand on the phone is in Oakland. I'm going to unmute you now. Hi, um, thank you so much for your lecture today, um, and thank you for your books. I really enjoyed reading all of your wisdom, so grateful. Um, I had a question about um, the Pleiades constellation. Um, could you tell me a little bit about that, um, that mythology? The Pleiades constellation? Yeah, the Seven Sisters. Yes. Yes, we say that, well, Cherokees and others say that we came to Earth long time ago, a goey, a goey, from those seven stars. And during the winter time, we are reminded of that ongoing uh, communication and relationship by seven dancing sisters who during ceremony on Earth return to the Pleiades. And certain inner practices to uh, accumulate uh, health, uh, energy of transformation with dedication that all beings benefit, one recirculates the energy from the seven stars of the Pleiades it flows through us and our voice flows back, reawakening our remembrance of our cosmic dance. Yeah. I'm not sure if all of that was... Uh heard uh, to the person in Oakland uh, did you have a response I don't want to cut you off hello um, no um, I was just curious about that and wanted to hear what you had to say about it so thank you you're welcome yeah as human beings we have 
moved through different star systems. And uh, the school of Earth is a most wondrous school. And all of the star systems we have moved through have left an echo of their songs within us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So once again, people can raise their hand with star two or type a question in. Uh, Venerable, as we're approaching the darkest day of the year here in, in the northern hemisphere, that uh, sometimes sparks um, a feeling of depression for some yes. people, and people have uh, seasonal affective disorder and experience the challenge, uh, the hormonal challenges with the decreased light. I wonder if you could speak to uh, spiritual methods for relieving depression. Yes, it is true that seasonal affective disorder is experienced by many who are living in the North. And how do we illuminate our hearts on the outside, we can work with uh, LED lights or sunlight that is full spectrum. And also the taking of water-soluble D3 vitamin helps. And most importantly, addressing and calling the light within one's heart. So, yes, it does depress the cold also depresses and slows down the movement of the body-mind. So at home, lighting a candle, observing the candle, and observing the light within one's heart. First you may imagine it, then you recognize it is there. And also eating foods that support you so during this time, um, high-protein uh, root vegetables and uh, much less fruit during the winter time so that one is nurturing the inner fires. And this also means exercise and uh, choosing to place our attention on that which is warming. So when the energy of depression arises, replace it with the ideal. Some may say, I don't have the strength to do that. The strength is there. It becomes a, an exercise. So some feeding alone or cold or this or that, replace it with the ideal of the warmth and the relationships that you choose. And they, they begin inside of you. So placing attention on the candle, placing attention on the ideal of love. This helps with the support of uh, physical exercise and uh, good lighting that is full spectrum and uh, food that is from deep in the earth. Mm. Root vegetables. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
And Molly has a question here. She says, Dear Venerable, can you please speak about the awakening, rising of the Divine Mother energy in these times? Yes, what we see is the um, old paradigm gasping and grasping, attempting to hold back the heart mother wisdom within as it arises. And so uh, outwardly we see the appearance of uh, harm to the female and attempt to control the creative energy of the feminine when the ultimate breath is the breath of wisdom arising in which we are all connected. So, yeah, this is the time of the Holy Mother. She is arising. Just as long ago when the Romans came to Ireland and they closed the many wells of Bridget, Mm-hmm. wells of healing waters, those healing waters are being protected now, although there are some who wish control over, the healing waters are bursting free, and we ourselves may recharge the water with our prayers of appreciation as in the water offering so that the water is restored to its natural geometry to hold the song of wisdom, life force, enhancing energy, which is its intention. Thank you. And uh, still have time for questions if people would like to raise their hand with a star two or type something in. And Venerable, going back to the the beginning where uh, we were talking about the overtones and the vibrations of sound, uh, how do we hold this vibrational world in our mind, understanding that it's an illusion and that uh, this our experience in the world uh, is a projection of our mind? How do we relate to Uh, understanding what's real and what's not real. Is energy real? This is a a common question for people. Yes, there's the relative experience of hot and cold, and there's the ultimate experience of all that is. And so to understand what our mind is comfortable with habituated to and a willingness to see the creative dance is ongoing. So how do we recognize the vibration and um, resonate with it? Again, by listening to the breath and our own pulse beat and making a choice, what will I energize? When you think about politics, basically it's about arguing. And it's also about um, dominion over. And so those thought forms are uh, clinging. And they arise out of a belief that 
one group is uh, superior to another, and ultimately we recognize what affects one being affects us all. Like something put in the water here goes to the Atlantic Ocean. We choose mm -hmm. to put prayers into the water. And so we have a stream of energy uh, around our planet, and we're being uh, reminded not to add to the pollution of confused thought and wrong action. Let us energize, okay, how am I a hero in this event? I know I can energize the healing song within the water. This I do. And each one, by changing their attention, and sometimes you find out how to do that by noticing joy. What makes you happy? So those moments of happiness actually become a lens upon the methods towards one's remembrance. Mm -hmm. mm, so the, the joy markers are most important. Yes, that's a beautiful, a helpful image that uh, they're a lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to when things are looking down and out, uh, think of the moments of joy. Because joy, in a sense, is the liberating energy from the confined view of momentarily, momentary grasping awareness. Would so, you say... Yeah? Well, I was going to say, would you say that those moments of joy, true joy... Uh, versus a kind of temporary happiness, but those moments of joy and release that we are experiencing our natural state then? We are getting a taste, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are clarifying the, the field that we may recognize the constructs of the mind's attachment and projection. And as they fall away, like putting down a heavy weight, there is an experience of joy. And there are different kinds of joy. Oh, can you tell us a little more about that? Well, uh, of it, um, there is the joy of ease, where our discomfort of mm -hmm. ignorance or pain or suffering is relieved. Then there is the joy of the understanding that certain actions, thoughts, had been the basis of suffering, and they are uh, transformed. Then there is the joy of doing what supports wisdom, the, the joy of study, so to speak, uh, of the nature of mind, and there is the joy of 
being in the natural state. Thank you. And Venerable, we're about at time here. Before we close out, uh, I would love to be able to ask you uh, to tell us what you're intending for next year's classes and uh, any any details you have about what you're going to be offering as teachings and what the um, benefits and outcome will be of doing that work with you. Yes, well, next year's study is going to be upon the 12 main winds of change creation, and we will work with our minds and emotions and actually do experiments where certain uh, thoughts will be shared through the ethers and experience through the heart. We'll take note, and I will ask participants to write three sentences uh, of what they observe. So it becomes clear and tested with everyone that indeed our emotion and thought are drivers in the realities we perceive. So we will work with the 12 winds or the energies that flow through the body, the uh, ways in which those energies are harmonized, and the skillful methods for those who are healing practitioners to assist those who seek their aid. So it is uh, an exploration, uh, a laboratory, and its applications are to be applied and shared. Um, So uh, one example is in working with those who are in the mentoring program, I give certain assignments, and those assignments may uh, flow easily or they may be an incredible uh, slide show presentation if you're in your own heart and mind of the possibilities you may manifest and you are called to make a choice. So I intend to, each month, take people along the path of understanding that is outlined by the dance of 12 winds within the body and that interaction with our emotions, our view, our thought and our action and our ability to, in an instant, transform what is illusion. So it is a a deeper exploration of many things we have talked about before. And my source materials are healing uh, techniques that I've learned over time that relate to the movement of the winds and the power of the voice and the dance of vibration that is an ongoing expression of recreation. 
Sounds so wonderfully expansive. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> and also people will ha be shown and recognized particular skills that can be applied in the moment. Mm. Wonderful. And do you know, will you be doing a summer offering in Vermont this year? Yes, I raised a decision, the, the decision yesterday Ooh. to make that offering from July 1st till ending July 5th in the afternoon session to do the exploration of mind, speech, action, and the ability to manifest particular results working with sound, crystal, meditation, and movement. Mm, I will be there. How wonderful. It's yes. a joy to see you and to work with you. Well, being able to be in the Peace Village in the, the beautiful Green Mountains of Vermont there with you, Venerable, is uh, one of the most healing and nourishing things I do for myself. I encourage anyone who's just hearing about it to uh, put it on your calendar now, and, and we await the opportunity to uh, enroll and sign up for that. Uh I also would like to ask, I, I know I didn't uh, warn you I'd be asking these questions about next year, but uh, Peacekeeper Teachings, do you know when the next one is? Uh, yes, hold on a moment. <laughs> I like will to, open up the calendar. Yes, it would just be wonderful to put these in our calendar now. And so uh, the Peacekeeper teachings are a weekend teaching that Venerable does in Vermont. And uh, people can also participate uh, by a live stream. Uh, will you be doing that again this year? In, in oh, the next yes. Week? Yes. Yes. Great. I think we have one in April. Let me see. Yes, April 22nd and 23rd, we have Peacekeeper in Vermont and also online. And it's a weekend where we explore together and uh, we'll actually be working with some of the shaking hand healing method, uh, which I will also further elaborate upon in the uh, July teaching. Mm. Any other and things uh, we can put into our calendar for next year with you, Venerable? Yes, and then there is Autumn Peacekeeper, which is October 21st and 22nd. Okay. And it's possible that I will do a terma teaching um, in sometime in the fall. Um, these are uh, on the calendar presently. And also a new mentoring program will begin um, with uh, assignments on a deeper level of action. And the mentoring program is for those who wish to expand upon the seed of wisdom and the set of skills they have presently towards benefiting those who are their family, friends, and uh, clients. 
Mm. Well, I can speak to the benefits of being in your mentoring program, Venerable. And well, I was uh, contemplating this morning that it um, next year it will be 20 years since I first encountered you. Isn't it amazing how quickly <laughs> time goes by? We are so present in the moment, and the joy is wondrous to behold. Mm-hmm. And I do want to comment on the fact that you have step-by-step manifested your goals. And that is so joyful to me. Mm -hmm. It's joyful to me, too. (laughs) uh That I can see and be part of that unfolding of your plan to be a spigot, to carry the sweet waters of remembrance, opening the flow that the wisdom seed in many beings is nurtured. How wonderful, Jennifer. Mm. Thank you, Venerable. And I I, I will say that uh, I find your support, your teachings, your presence in my life invaluable in, in lifting me up and always reminding me of my natural perfection. Yes. The seed is there, the wisdom is there, the garden and the gemstones are within, and Mm -hmm. it is magnificently joyous and wonderful. (laughs) Indeed, and it reverberates throughout the universe. It's such a joy. Indeed. Well, may the merit earned in this and all lives support the wisdom nature in every being. May all find their way to the shores free from illusion. May every being experience the joy that is free of sorrows. May they not ever be separated from joy. Wado. And now share the long life prayer. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters, may your mission be accomplished, may we assist you in the light, may you receive many blessings and live a long good life. We thank you, Dahani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families, who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings, blessed of the Vajra Dakini. May your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. Wado, see you all in the light of our natural wisdom state. See you in the light. Bye for now.